0: Hi, it's Jess, and this is my guest school.
1: The Nemesis.
0: And uh this is Ghoulish Gal's podcast. Sure. Ay, <laughs> ay, aye. aye, aye. Alright. Three. Episode three of the night. <laughs> We're getting a little funky. We're burning some more incense. We got tarot cards. We got
1: I gotta shit at some point.
0: Well, did you want to do that before we started our next nah, episode?
1: No, nah, it makes the show exciting if I have to hold it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't then I hope it's not too long of an episode.
1: No, I'll no, just make the shit longer. More exciting.
0: You got issues.
1: Mm, yeah I knew that. in the bowels.
0: Leave me and my shit alone, okay?
1: Hey. who's the cleanser in the room? I'm learning.
0: I do I do my cleansing my own way, okay? Alright Jess. Yes. Here
1: Hi. we are again. Here we are. It's late at night. It's
0: not too late. It's only ten.
1: Late for you, I get up at like four. <clears throat>
0: I go to bed though.
1: I know. That was that was the old me. Jess. Yes. We've had a wild night so far with all our usual recordings and bullshit. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this episode's gonna be a little different. Mm-hmm. Just Jess. Hmm. We're gonna have a dialogue. Oh god. This is going to be, uh, not so much me presenting you with anything, this is me giving you a topic that we're both going to discuss, because you have an imagination.
0: Somewhat, yes.
1: I follow a lot of science bullshit, and those you two know, things- I don't have
0: an imagination.
1: Oh, I do. But those two things combined, we're going to talk the stuff of true nightmares.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: I, and I do mean true nightmares- now there's a, there's a few things on here that are a little, little more off the charts. Mm. When I say nightmares, I mean horror movies are literally founded on the topics we're about to talk about.
0: Ah, uh, so Jeepers Creepers.
1: Not quite. No. Oh. Jess, have you ever heard the term Ellie? Ellie. E L E. No. Because that's what we're talking tonight. What the fuck is that? Ellie, an acronym. Extinction-level events. Tonight, we're discussing the science and the horror that is how the world will end.
0: All right, here we go. Sasquatch, are you up with your? uh, Or was it Bigfoot? Who did we <laughs> say? It was Bigfoot. Satchmo. He was up in the the space station oh, with yeah. the aliens. Oh Big, yeah, Bigfoot
1: chilling with the aliens. With
0: the with the speed.
1: So what I have done is I have arranged a group of categories that have actually been ranked by scientists and theorists in order of likelihood. Mm-hmm. They start with the realistic
0: mm-hmm. and lead
1: into the uh, <laughs> fuck no category by the end. Mm. Okay? Mm. And how mm. this initially got started was I was talking with a coworker the other day who had a very, very vivid dream That spiraled into, oh shit, are we all going to die? Mm. And I was like, you know what? I had something very similar. When I was younger, I had a, let's just say, I had a very vivid dream that, like, within one night felt like I spanned months. Yeah, it was rough. So, Jess, Mm. let's talk how it ends. So, I'm going to start with the most likely. And I do say most likely because it has happened, not once, not twice, but five times in Earth history.
0: <laughs>
1: Jess, our prop for the night. Is that a meteor? That is a meteor. It's the largest meteor I own.
0: Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: very smooth, actually.
1: I use it as a palm stone. Okay. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, I keep it around every once in a while. Sometimes it's just shoved in my pocket for no reason. Yeah, I love this thing. Are you familiar with the Big Five?
0: The Big Five? Yeah. Like, end of the world time? No,
1: it's the five impacts that have ended the world.
0: The dinosaurs.
1: So that would be the most recent of the Big Five, uh, ranging roughly 65 million years ago. There were four prior to it that most people don't talk about because they're not as fancy because they didn't kill the dinosaurs.
0: No, I have no fucking idea what they are.
1: So, the Big Five, in order, are the end of the Ordovician period, which is like stuff is fresh in the ocean like early fish early life forms mm. okay yeah, have the devonian extinction which in order this is 444 million years ago the next one was 360 million years ago then we're talking the end of the permian 250 million years end of the triassic which is the first of the three dinosaur phases but it was mostly just fancy lizards they weren't really cool dinosaurs yet <sighs> Never mind. Then the dinosaur one.
0: So there's there's something I want to do. Oh? It was sent to me by a friend of mine. Oh? I don't know how true it is, but uh, apparently it has been leaked. There is supposedly, in China, in a lab, they are recreating dragons.
1: You know, I've heard this, but the term dragons very loose.
0: Uh, these... Fucking lizards have wings. Yeah. And they can fly.
1: I, I really don't know how to feel about that. However, that's not too far off from one of the later topics, if you want to rebring that up. Okay, I'll bring it back up. Okay. We're about to get trippy with this. Oh, no. Because, like I said, I'm starting with this with the most boring thing meteor hits, life ends. Yeah. It's boring, it's happened, it's done, it's old. Yay. But did you notice the problem with the dates I was saying?
0: They were way too fucking old.
1: They happen about every 50 to 60 million years.
0: Are we approaching?
1: We're 65 million years since the last one.
0: No.
1: Oh. Now, I'm not saying astrological events like this happen like clockwork, but...
0: Maybe we've just, as humans, destroyed so many of them that... Yes, because
1: you know those space humans out there fighting off asteroids.
0: Well, when there are asteroids that come into our orbit, NASA and all of the space programs, governments alike, figure out whether or not it's going to hit us, and if it is, then they shoot the bitch out of the sky.
1: Well, because... Is what we're told. Yeah, is what we're told. Fun that you should say that, though, because as of right now, there is a current projection that a Earth-ending asteroid is slotted to hit somewhere in, in the 2040s. Sweet! No joke that NASA confirmed this like a few months ago, that, that. there is a potential Earth-ending asteroid set to hit sometime around the 2040s. I believe they said 2043, but I could be wrong on that.
0: So, before I'm 60.
1: Right? Okay. <laughs> but again, a lot of shit happens in space.
0: Yeah. Orbi-
1: orbits, although reliable, can sometimes Some be off. Shit can happen. Stuff
0: knocks into each other, boosts it into a different orbit or rotation, and just so it's
1: a thing. Yeah. Space is wild. But so, like I said, we're not gonna have fun talking the boring ones. No. No. So in space. So let, let, let's let's go. Okay, up.
0: I lie. Markiplier would have a very very fun time.
1: Yeah. Oh, talking. That... Oh yeah. And
0: space and asteroids.
1: Asteroids specifically are boring. Other space phenomena are cool, but they're a bit higher on the list.
0: Mm. Other
1: boring ones include climate change. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's been taught to death.
0: There's. We are in... The climate of our Earth has changed so many times.
1: Exactly. We now, just
0: adapt.
1: Yeah, now... Conspiracies aside, science, yes, we affect the Earth. Earth affects us. And we've drastically changed it faster than it normally would change. Yes. We do adapt. But the question remains of who's going to win that arms race?
0: Not us.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's why it's Because listed. Earth
0: and nature always takes back over. Exactly. It's evident. I mean, look at how many times there every Earth... abandoned yeah. facility, building...
1: Ghost town. Yeah, look at how many times outside of that, the Earth has even just reset itself pre-us. Yeah, like it survives, it endures, and it, it'll grow it gets again. Gets
0: rid of the, the it gets the, rid of the bad and the,
1: the virus that is humanity. <laughs> now these next two, one mm, digs into recent scars, pandemic. Boy. I know. We just survived the COVID one, uh, you know. Honestly, so this was a point of topic for me. I love pandemic models, especially with a uh, oh, fuck. What's that one video game? Um, I think it's just called Pandemic. The one the video where, game, yeah, or the video game, board the one game. game, both. But the video oh, game, yeah, I love pandemic. the video game. Uh, it's
0: literally just humans yeah. against a virus, and you have oh, to yeah. beat the virus.
1: I and mean, if if COVID's anything to talk about, like, I've lost people to COVID. Mm-hmm. I, don't t- I don't discuss it often because it's personal and, you know, right. it's my own deal. But if, if COVID was any example of how the earth handles a virus, if something truly far more lethal than that actually happens, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, I, I was one of those people that, like, abided by all the prediction or, like, the precautions and rules.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I still got it. Yep. So like, did my sister. And, like.
0: Two and a half years later.
1: Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where it's like if something genuinely like super lethal hits, you're fucked. Yep. Like there, there's no precautions at that point. Nope. It's just who lives in the last of us type scenario. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: My my weak ass will be gone. But the last one although I did have COVID and I it was bad.
1: It was rough. I I got I got one of the moderate ones, not the full blown easy and not the full blown hard. I was right in the middle. And it still kicked my ass. Long COVID? No joke. I still had that cough for God, almost a full year.
0: Yeah. Mine was three months of constant coughing. And then I went to bed one night and I woke up the next day and it was just gone.
1: Mm. And I was like, how the fuck? Did you lose your senses though?
0: Yeah. Oh
1: God, that was so fun. I ate so healthy because I couldn't taste it.
0: I didn't want to eat. Really? I had no desire to eat.
1: Oh, I'll straight up salads every day.
0: Because I just I knew I had to eat, but I was like chewing on cardboard.
1: What drinking was worse for me?
0: Drinking but, wasn't that bad
1: for me. Well, because I I I don't know what it is, but I savor some of the stuff I drink. Like yeah. I, I love the flavor, and for me, it just having everything taste like nothing. That's like how eat, I am
0: with food. Yeah. I love my food and I love the flavors of food. So that's why food was rough for me because I love bold God, flavors and not being able to taste anything.
1: God, what if what if is one of those things where it just like reoccurs like every 10 years in our body? So like every 10 years, we just lose the ability to taste.
0: Honestly, though, for a while, it did me good kind of because I was on a healthier eating path. Because when I got my senses back, mm. a lot of the high salt, high sugar content... Things.
1: That was the one thing. I could I could taste salt. So
0: salty or so mm-hmm. sweet it was disgusting.
1: hmm That was the one bizarre thing for me, is even with all my senses gone, I could still taste salt. Like I couldn't taste the taste of salt, but the sensation of it being salty I could mm-hmm. register. Like that tingliness to it. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird.
0: Yeah, I figured out that I had COVID after being sick for like fuck, I don't know, almost two months. <laughs> <laughs> I had tested multiple times, and it all came back negative. And I, I was like, I don't know. I'm just sick. I've been working to death. It could and... have been one
1: of those things where you had, like, something regular, and then when your immune system was down.
0: And so then Sam got sick.
1: Oh, I remember that.
0: Sam got sick, and he came down with the same symptoms I had been having for the past month and a half or so. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I gave you COVID, so um, whatever. So we didn't quarantine, and he was better within, like, three days. We went back to work. And the night that I went back to work, because I work at an airport, yeah. I was driving out on the ramp and a plane had just left. Jet fuel burns the shit out of your nose. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be anywhere near that fucking thing. If you are within a oh, ramp's yeah. location yeah. You and the wind is blowing, you will fucking smell it in the parking lot. Yep. Uh, I could not smell jet fuel. Yep. And that's right there. I was like, boo!
1: See, so that's how I knew I had it. Buk, 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 buk. <laughs> because
0: quarantine for two weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I slept most of them. Uh, appetite was just kind of a. I didn't. Luckily, I didn't have the headache and the body aches. Thank God. But mm. it was the really, really bad fatigue and the cough and the runny nose. And yep. I actually ended up going to the hospital to get one of the antibody infusions. Yo, because. Um, Luckily, they were out, but with my asthma, it could have been really, really bad. I think that's the only thing that cut me out of the hospital.
1: Fun little side story with the senses, though. Um, So for those of you who don't know this about me, I don't even know if I've told you. When I was younger, I started losing part of my hearing due to an ear rupture in my left ear. Mm. And even now, I still struggle with hearing certain, like, Mm -hmm. frequencies. You know how they always say when you lose one, you gain another with senses? Mm -hmm. To compensate for my hear loss, my sense of smell went up. I don't know how that translates, but I, I got to a point where even now I can still identify some people by smell before they even are like within full range of me, because I recognize them. It's like a fucking bloodhound.
0: Well, no, that makes sense, because if you have a hard time hearing...
1: You have to have something you else. You have to have
0: something, and not something that relies on your eyes. Yeah. So smell makes sense.
1: So for me, losing sense of smell and taste
0: really fucked with you
1: it felt like i was blind for a while because yeah. i was i could not smell the world around me yeah oh it was such an unsettling feeling
0: that's weird
1: yeah and then i got it back and i realized how bad some people i knew smelled yep yep all right well, let's talk with the last of the boring ones i promise we would blow through these boring ones real fast
0: good because they're boring
1: ecological collapse now do you know what this is versus climate change
0: is that when, like, the food chains start to go because stuff goes extinct? Because You're in the right ballpark, yes. So... Because then certain predators don't have things to eat anymore.
1: It can be a bit more broad than that. It's literally when something in the chain link breaks. Mm. So it could be animal-based, it could be plant-based. It... Oh, okay. So the best example of this is Yellowstone. Ah. When they reintroduced the wolves of Yellowstone. Are you familiar oh. with this? Oh. So for the longest time, wolves were considered extinct of Yellowstone. Wolves in general still existed, but the wolf packs of Yellowstone were just gone. Man had hunted them out, ran them out one way or the other. Doing this had a catastrophic landslide of events that affected Yellowstone almost irreparably. But then, decades later, they reintroduced wolves to Yellowstone. The effect was so drastic, it actually changed the flow of rivers. In Yellowstone, because what ended up happening in their absence, most of their prey that they would feed upon mm-hmm. are natural grazers. Yeah, Those natural grazers would graze to the point where the land would be stripped of vegetation, causing destabilization of the land, causing areas of Yellowstone to be more affected by water. But by reintroducing wolves, it, it thinned out the prey, let the vegetation regrow.
0: Which then insurance.
1: changed river paths, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that makes fucking sense.
1: That is just a small scale example of what ecological collapse can be. God. But it's literally like people talk about nowadays, like what happened if we just get rid of mosquitoes? We fucking hate those bitches. Do you know how many things eat them? And how many things are affected by the things that eat them? A
0: lot. Like, it's like even those eight-legged things that I hate so goddamn much. I know that our world fucking needs them, but I absolutely cannot stand them.
1: Uh, so I shouldn't tell you where they live in this building. Please don't. <sighs> yeah, you know, spiders I'm not the biggest fan of, but I do appreciate how some of them look really cool. Nope. nope. Just, just at a distance, please.
0: Nope, I don't <laughs> care. No.
1: So I shouldn't put a 10-hour montage of spiders on the screen right now?
0: Do you want me to break all your shit?
1: Please don't. I know where you
0: live. I know where you live.
1: I have a key. I have a key too. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, so like, so that's the thing. Like, and you see examples of this, like, all throughout the earth. You see people, like, reintroducing species, like, in Yellowstone. You see things like conserve shark populations in the ocean. You're like, it's amazing how fragile.
0: Everything is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just removing that one pin.
0: Well, and come to find out, I did not know this, and I don't remember who told me this. It might have been Mariah, but maybe it was somebody else I met. Like, stacking rocks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely terrible for the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Did not realize that moving and stacking some rocks on top of each other was that detrimental to riverbeds. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the housing that it, it has for certain small, tiny mm-hmm. creatures, like the way the water flows, mm-hmm. the bacteria in the water, the mm-hmm. you know, just all this stuff. Oh yeah! Throwing rocks oh, into yeah. the rivers is
1: terrible. Oh, yeah, because I mean, you're you're <laughs> not actually hurting like the water, but you're hurting th- the things in it. Yeah, like think, okay, you've just one if that is a terrestrial rock, rock versus an aquatic rock. That rock doesn't have any of the aquatic algae built on it and you're introducing mm-hmm. stuff into the water system. And then I so, of that it could just fall on someone's home. There's a snail down there. You just killed it. I know. But like the scale at which these effects can just and we, we have no prediction like alright suddenly you step on one thing. It's like the butterfly effect all over again. Mm-hmm. I love thinking this thought experiment because this is the closest we're going to segue into the next level of, oh God, the effects that's going to happen now. Oh, one of my favorites for ecological collapse. Yes. Cave systems. Oh, geez. Because think of how intricate and delicate caves are. Yeah. And just the simple act of sticking your finger into a calm cave lake. The bacteria on you that you've just introduced into that completely sterile system
0: mm-hmm.
1: what have you just irreparably done to that
0: you have no idea yeah sometimes it can be nothing and sometimes and, it can be mess
1: and uh, you may never even see the effects it could be generations down right that something has mutated in that system because of you Mm-hmm. and those crystal clear waters are not crystal clear anymore nope Okay, now I've got Jess's brain woken up. Now we're starting to get into the f- the fun stuff. So now we're gonna move into the unlikely category.
0: Oh, yes.
1: So these are <laughs> like things
0: like Sharknado and Oh no no, um, those are those are way further zombie down. Zombie tsunami that is a movie coming out soon. Yeah. No no, those are further down.
1: Oh. This is <laughs> the category of stuff that could still happen, but the probability is considerably low.
0: Zombie tsunami could still happen sharknado could still happen
1: well let's start with one that i don't think people think enough about the super volcano how much do you know about the super volcano
0: that if it erupts we die
1: (laughs) that's a good start (laughs) yes yes i hate to tell you this but everything on this list we die
0: Where is it again? <laughs> Where is the super volcano? Hey,
1: here's a clue. I just talked about it.
0: It's in the water?
1: No, Yellowstone. Oh. Isn't it? Yeah, the Yellowstone Super Caldera.
0: Oh. All of
1: Yellowstone is a volcano.
0: Why didn't we make it a park?
1: Jess, we don't make anything parks. We just choose not to build on those.
0: <laughs> that seems like a bad place to have a park. <laughs>
1: Well, you see, the fun thing it is, Yellowstone had this cool thing called a geyser.
0: Yes. And guess what? That
1: geyser is fueled by...
0: Volcano steam. Uh-huh.
1: There you go. It's
0: still a bad place for a
1: park. You could say the same thing about fucking Hawaii.
0: Oh, my God. Hawaii. I don't know how you guys have survived so long. We love Hawaii. We do. It's hey, just... Yeah, Hawaii. You're
1: beautiful, but um, you're going to explode. Y'all got,
0: some, y'all got some temperamental islands
1: or fucking Japan. That's it. Japan's got somewhere in the ballpark of like 300 volcanoes. do mm-hmm. Don't All quote me on that.
0: inactive for the most part.
1: For the most part. or even like the smaller islands where they are active. They're they're,
0: they're just they're not as big. It's like an
1: island the size of this room and it's just a steam vent.
0: Yeah. It's still technically a volcano,
1: but... but no, so the super volcano, the first things first what defines a super volcano is basically how much comes out of it. It's not the direct size of the volcano. It's how much it can emit upon eruption. So... Is it tapped into the Earth's fucking core? No, and if it was, it'd be shooting out solid iron at that point. The core is solid iron.
0: Oh. But if it got high enough, wouldn't it melt? Um... Iron melts?
1: Yes, iron melts, but... It, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get into full space physics right now because that is something I absolutely love. But um, it has to do with pressure, density, and the presence of the rotation. So, yes, if it got high enough, it could melt. But because of the way in the physics of Earth itself...
0: It won't melt?
1: It's not that it won't. The conditions aren't met for it to melt. Okay. It stays solid. All right. All right. It's it's kind of the reverse of how if you go to Jupiter, water just boils at temperatures of, like, negative 10. Ah. Because pressure is the leading factor there. Okay. Got it.
0: I comprehend.
1: Yeah. I'll get physics on you sometime. Okay. This episode.
0: My brain, we'll see if we can, (laughs) if my brain can handle physics talk.
1: So, I'm going to run you through some nightmare scenarios. So, first off, the amount that typically measures by a supervolcano is it has to emit 240 cubic meters of material. Put
0: that into some sort of perspective for me, please. It would
1: blanket the entire state of Colorado and then some. Okay, thank you.
0: (laughs) I told you, I'm bad with spatial awareness. I need, like, objects to so, compare things so yeah, to. So,
1: imagine you popped a zit that covered your face.
0: Oh, nasty. Uh-huh. Oh, gross. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah,
1: does that put it in scale for you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> gross.
1: Now, the reason why I call this a nightmare scenario. That's a nightmare scenario in itself. But, no, the reason I call this a nightmare scenario is not the volcano itself. It's everything going into it. Jess, how many movies are we based on impending disasters that people try to prevent?
0: <laughs> As the listeners know, I'm terrible with movies. Yep. But with my rudimentary knowledge of the types of movies that are in the world, there are so many, hundreds mm-hmm. of fucking movies.
1: That are just impending disasters. Yes. The so, The
0: knowing. For fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies. I don't care if everybody says it's trash. It's fucking No, no, I say he's trash.
1: There's a difference.
0: He's
1: Nick Cage, if beautiful. you want to sponsor us, no.
0: Shut up. <laughs> Mariah and I would like you to sponsor us. Don't listen to Craig.
1: I would love to meet you. I'm sure you have great stories, but I don't like your movie. Well, I don't like you as an actor. That's
0: why I don't like Will
1: Ferrell. <laughs> That's fair, though. He occasionally has a good movie, but he is a, as a comedian, eh. mm. Yeah. But, nah, so, I'm going to get into the specifics of why I see this as one of the perfect nightmare scenarios. Let's say, hypothetically, we know this is going to happen. We know an eruption is imminent. Okay. And let's say even, best case scenario, we know months, even a year out. Okay? hmm How many states are affected by that? You At have, least. You, you have the entire central U.S., that is literally ground zero.
0: It would probably be close to eighty percent of the US that okay. would be affected, if not more. Okay. In the in the end. From the volcano itself.
1: Oh yeah, you're gonna those
0: you know, ground zero would be
1: gone. Ground zero, you're talking at least Colorado, Wyoming, gone.
0: Completely just gone. Just
1: gone. Irreparably just gone.
0: But if it's a super as they say mm-hmm. even if the lava doesn't flow past those states
1: Are you familiar with pyroclastic clouds? I was just going to get to the clouds yep, yep. there's the
0: volcanic ash clouds there's oh no not
1: that pyroclasms a different thing
0: but there's also like the the rain too
1: Oh yeah yeah so before any of that before even the lava you have a pyroclastic flow. This is when the volcano erupts. And all of that hot rock and debris shoots out.
0: Oh, not up.
1: Yeah. A shockwave of debris that literally could shoot through you.
0: Yay.
1: Yeah. The so pyro-
0: there goes 90% of America. The,
1: the pyroclasm alone, you would feel that shock wave as far as the UK.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I'm not talking you would get hit by debris there you would feel it right it would feel like you got punched in the chest that far away
0: well like it would be worse well yeah it would be it would be worse than even terrible earthquakes when you get the aftershock Mm
1: -hmm. the predictions on a conservative estimate put this volcano if it erupts at its current point as we know it now the sound would emit an echo that would wrap the earth no less than four times The entirety of the earth would hear it erupt four times just on echo alone.
0: Oh, my God. Catastrophe! Catastrophe! Right?
1: Now, now here's the thing, though. As I'm talking, we're talking about prep. Let's say we think we can survive this if we move people out and prepare. How do you displace an entire country? Like, even where we sit in northern Illinois, we, we would be on the outskirts of the imminent threat. Like, we we as a location yeah. would survive the damage, but where are you going to put those people? That's anywhere between six and ten states, you would have to immediately evacuate.
0: Good luck. Yeah. I don't know where you would put those fucking people. Who would
1: have the infrastructure for that? You, you don't. You, who would have the jobs for that? Who would have the money for that? You don't. And then... This is central. This is when we start
0: tunneling underground.
1: Yeah. And and then on top of this is central U.S.
0: Yeah. It's that, not even...
1: That's the farmlands.
0: That's where all of our shit is.
1: That's where everything we eat grows.
0: <laughs> we really suck yeah. at uh, <laughs> putting our important shit in safe places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put all of our resources in the middle of the united states right by this fucking volcano Mm -hmm. that we don't know
1: well at the time we didn't even know it exists abrupt yeah at the time when you know us was being founded we didn't know
0: it was just a cool hot spring
1: yeah (laughs) to be fair most people didn't have best estimates that it was even a volcano until like mid-century 1900s like Mm -hmm. and by then it was pretty well established as a state (laughs) uh time to move (laughs) <laughs> yeah time to move. So here's the scary part though. Supervolcanoes have erupted. We know of it at least in you know prehistory. there is evidence of at least one, maybe two yeah. supervolcanoes that have erupted. It wasn't necessarily that one, but we can tell based on ash residue within sediment that this has happened. And,
0: is that supervolcano One of them. The, is it Greece?
1: Uh, Pompeii. Yeah. No, that's that, not that,
0: a super volcano? That's not
1: a super volcano.
0: That's just a really unfortunate volcano.
1: Yeah, uh, Pompeii was on par with like Mount St. Helens. Okay. The difference was Pompeii was, you know, uh, Mount Vesuvius was on their island and mm-hmm. they just got fucked. Yeah. Also, what what mummified them is the pyroclasm that I was talking about. Oh. That that ash that they're that that's the pyroclastic cloud. It it's instantly cooked them essentially.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: It's scary, right? But then yeah, as you like but, but then as you mentioned, ash and rain.
0: Which is terrible because it just sulfur everywhere.
1: Well, the first effect would be the noticeable ash. We're talking a total climate drop in temperature worldwide of about 9 to 15 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: (laughs) My ass is freezing.
1: Yeah. Everywhere worldwide for the duration of this is at best estimate 9 9 to 15 degrees Fahrenheit drop. That is universally worldwide everywhere. Now, we just talked about ecological collapse. Imagine what a temperature drop like that would do to things like the rainforest.
0: It would die.
1: Imagine what things like that would do to... Like, far north and far south, already cold areas.
0: That are already melting. Yeah,
1: you No, know, nicely they would refreeze.
0: They would refreeze. But you oh. also have
1: to deal with areas like the Yukon, which an area like that is just going to become full tundra. How many animals would die just on cold alone? Because a lot of them rely on things that would grow in warmer weather. Right. And then, as you said, sulfur. Acid rain. Terrible. Worldwide. Crop-ending crop rain.
0: You can't go outside.
1: Yeah, but well, you could survive it. I don't want the to go plants. Outside. Don't. Yeah. I don't
0: want to be in an acid rain shower.
1: And just think of what it would do to your car.
0: My poor car would I already know. be fucked right. before the acid rain yeah. came. So yeah. <laughs> just to put it in perspective, my car would be uh, gone.
1: Yep. So now, I have to stress, Jess.
0: I couldn't even drive anywhere. The roads would be fucked too.
1: On a scale of four categories I have here, we're still in level two. No. Mm-hmm. But level two is still in the realm of realism. Level, okay. th- level three and four dabble in the up. Not real. Hmm. Possible, but not real. So let's stay in level two. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm really back in with a softer one. You're familiar with GMOs, right? GMO? Genetically modified organisms. You, oh, yeah. you hear it a lot with, the, you know, uh, crops, the, you know, mm-hmm. non-GMO versus GMO. Yeah. Now.
0: I, I feel like I'm just so used to hearing GMO that my brain knows what it means, but to hear it. Actually like someone, sad. Someone asked me, what is it? I'm like, I don't fucking, what does it stand for? I don't it, know. It's
1: like when someone tells you laser's an acronym. Huh? You didn't know that? Yeah, you know, we use the term laser for, you know, specific types of light. Uh Laser's an acronym. Hold on. Um, There's a
0: lot of things I don't know. I'm street smart. I'm not this stuff smart.
1: Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Laser. Or SCUBA. SCUBA is an acronym. Like when you talk about scuba diving? Yeah.
0: What?
1: (laughs) Yeah, SCUBA acronym. Uh, Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus.
0: Well, I'm glad we made acronyms for those because I cannot imagine saying that in a sentence. hmm
1: So GMO, okay. also an acronym. Now, there is a contingency for what is called the G- GMO destabilization. Okay. Conspiracies aside, this is a topic for its own day if we ever get into conspiracy days. GMOs are a thing that have been around for a few decades now, and it's typically done in ways to make crops more hardy, more healthy, pending your perspective... And more resistant to pests and other things like that. I know there's a corporate view as well. I won't acknowledge that now, but I do acknowledge it exists. Okay. Well, here's the thing. With that much genetic engineering, there is a contingency called the GMO Destabilization Act in which something catastrophically goes wrong that is unnoticed. Hmm. Suddenly that GMO tomato you're eating alters your DNA.
0: We're seeing it already.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now there are theories and tests being done in place, talking about certain crops that alter fertility, certain crops that alter immunities. How about fucking like
0: the kids growing up way faster and looking way older, oh, way yeah, sooner? Because
1: that that's part of the the dairy contingency on it. Like, well, not that
0: I really like milk anyway,
1: but I just I don't do milk anymore. Now there is an argument to be be made that it is just that is a phase of evolution we've hit altered based on what we have done to our, our normal routine but there is also the argument that it could be induced through GMO and honestly that's where this theory starts and ends that the world ends because we've mutated it in a wrong way.
0: Carnivorous plants God I wish
1: <laughs> bring bring me Audrey too and I will For be real? happy. <laughs> <laughs> just be in the background feed me seymour you know
0: Gabrielle did, lit that show last <sighs> summer at starlight she did the whole Man, light design I, for I it I love or not show. last summer two summers ago
1: anyway I, I love that show too much yeah so like i said i wanted to bring you back down with an easy one there
0: because that also refers to animals as well because the animals oh, yeah. eat the too. well
1: there, there's that and then there's also they've also
0: genetically mutified mutified mm-hmm. modified animals, animals.
1: And then, now, that is to say that it is separate from things like cloning. Yes. Because even though there is a degree of GMO to cloning where, like, like, I don't know if you've seen recently that they recreated a mammoth meatball. A meatball? Yeah. They got enough DNA from a frozen mammoth that they genetically cloned its DNA. Into a meatball. Well, they they grew it into a meat sample, and then they used that meat sample to make a meatball. Yeah, they actually did this. <laughs> did However, they eat it? <laughs> no. So here's one thing. One, it's not 100% mammoth. It's 98, 99% mammoth because in order to stabilize it, they, they have they, to
0: put they, another
1: animal. And the next closest relative being an Indian elephant. Mm-hmm. So they used that as an embryonic start.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: once the mammoth meat was developed, then they made the meatball. No, they didn't eat it. Because they they basically preserved it and used it as an art piece. Like, you can Google this now. It looks ridiculous. But, the other reason why is, people are scared of it. I wonder why. Well, not for the reason you're thinking. Here is a sample of meat that man has not touched for 20,000 years plus. And you don't know if you're allergic to it. Ah! Yeah. This is something that's been foreign to your diet for 20,000 years... You could have developed an allergy to it that is unpreventable. What a weird thing. Also, they said it had a really gamey odor and no one was brave enough to conquer that.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine that mammoth would be pretty rank.
1: They also said it was very dense.
0: It looks fucking dense. It looks like a ball of concrete.
1: Yeah, apparently the fibrous tissues of it are so Dense that it's like the equivalent of eating like muscle rock.
0: This thing is huge.
1: Yeah, well, it's a literal mammoth meatball. It's like the size of a small beach ball.
0: I'd, I'd say more like a, a cantaloupe.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I'd lick it.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I'm allergic to that shit.
1: Right? But you know, and that, and that is an extreme example of technically what would be considered GMOing. Because. One, it's cool that they actually preserved and saved that, but could you imagine if, like I said, you def- don't know you have an allergy to something like this?
0: Well, okay, I feel like.
1: A something woman. Like... Da, 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 da. Ha.
0: Everybody knows that song. I know. Even if I don't like country.
1: Oh, it's been, it's been stuck in my head just because shannon just recently went to her concert (laughs) yeah i saw that um she has been geeking out for the last few days
0: (laughs) uh what was i saying oh meatball Mm -hmm. so (laughs) fucking mysterious meat or food in general Mm -hmm. that has who knows what in it Is it really an allergy, or is our body going to reject it because it finds it as
1: poisonous? Well, I mean, it could be similar in that sense of, like... Well,
0: I guess that's what allergy is, your body rejects
1: it. Well, there is two different things. So there's the allergic reaction, which is what is considered a violent response, like like throat closing up, you know, etc. But then you have what's considered a body rejection, which is the example of, like uh adult uh what's it called uh when you don't like milk oh
0: the lactose intolerant
1: that's it lactose intolerant so like, like yeah <laughs> so like it could be a case like that your body just sees it as a foreign thing you can't digest
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you just shit your brains out violently later great but
0: you yeah, still love the like, ice cream
1: yeah right i'm not gonna lie i'm getting to the point where some dairies do it and some don't for me
0: I feel like I'm getting there, too.
1: Like, I can't just drink pure milk. Oh, gross. But I can have cheese. love cheese. Yeah.
0: I will eat so much.
1: I can cheese. have ice cream, but sometimes custard gets me. Oh. Because it's creamier.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I've also noticed that maybe it was because I didn't eat so much fast food for, like, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, back to pandemic. But when <laughs> we were locked inside, you know, and we were allowed to carry out or whatever... We were trying to support as many local restaurants oh, as yeah. possible versus big chains.
1: And, and you're eating better food, better quality. So
0: now if I go to McDonald's, it does not matter what I eat. Mm-hmm. I get a stomach ache and I just feel so gross for like days and bloated and disgusting. Like first I thought it was just like the chicken nuggets and mm-hmm. the french fries and stuff. And then it was, I was like, well, their breakfast is still good. I'll get breakfast.
1: That's why good old Taco Bell for me. No. Wendy's God, I... Okay Wendy's If you would love to sponsor me
0: Please We want Sponsor from Wendy's I love fucking Frosties yeah. Keep the strawberry Frosty All year round God damn it I
1: don't know I have my own political reservations on them
0: I don't care Their food is good
1: Their food is great They do have the best chicken sandwich on the market They do I uh, Fight me Popeyes But They have the best chicken sandwich on the market okay. And just their, their basic Crispy chicken sandwich Fucking delightful
0: even their burgers are delightful mm-hmm. for fast food chain. They're I like, okay, for global fast food chain, yes, Wendy's burgers are superior. If you want to talk about regional chains, Culver's. Culver's. Hands down. Yes.
1: Beefaroo is a close second, though. It
0: is, but Culver's.
1: For those of you not in our region, Beefaroo is this fantastic thing I learned about when I moved here.
0: Cheese fries.
1: I mean, cheese fries for days but it is a regional fast food place that can only be described as fast food diner yeah and it's so oh my good. god they offer so much good food they are trying to franchise though they
0: are i saw yeah i know they do
1: so if you get one in your neck of the woods enjoy Go try it. it enjoy it
0: you will not be sorry oh.
1: and my fat ass strongly recommends getting the pork tenderloin and a roast beef and stacking those bitches on top of each other oh yeah, I just remo- Sam
0: does look like pork tenderloin sandwich.
1: Yeah, I get the pork tenderloin and I get like their small roast beef and I just remove the buns and put the the, the roast beef on there. Hmm. Yeah,
0: I've just started getting burgers because they got rid of my sweet and sour sauce and so they brought it back,
1: but it's not the same. Their western burger is good.
0: I like their bacon cheeseburger.
1: Yeah. Anyway, food. I'll, we might make a food run. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the the, the other scary part of the GMO side is, let's say hypothetically, they GMO too far, and suddenly you have a whole crop of just inedible food because the body can't digest it.
0: Then what do we do as humans?
1: Well, more importantly, look at the economic collapse that can follow from that. I mean... A GMO disaster doesn't really have to be in the biological. Correct. It can be in the economic. That is an entire industry that could just collapse because of bad crops. You see what happens when famine hits in certain crop lands. So, yeah, that's something to consider. And this is supposed to be one of the easier ones. (laughs) Like That, yeah. But,
0: well, I can't even say that. I was going to say, I don't think our, our science and our government and our, you know, FDA, this, that would allow... That to happen, I would say that originally, like yes. a few years
1: ago, yes, which is why, I'm, <laughs> but which now is why I don't know. <laughs> which is why I'm going to insert the caveat that going further down this list from where we're at now, there's a lot of okay, but now, and you're right, there are a lot more checks and balances in place. So regardless of your opinion on whether GMOs are good or bad, regardless on whether they're purely a corporate thing, doesn't matter where you stand on it there have been, in recent years, more checks and balances to make sure precautions like this exist. Yes. And, yeah, I'm not always the biggest fan of GMOs. Like, there are certain things that I'll compromise on, but there there are some things I go more organic. And I don't have an opinion one way or another. Even even my druid ass who prefers to stay natural in a lot of things, Mm -hmm. I admit sometimes I have to take the cheap option.
0: But, honestly, they make it... So hard to get the non-GMO shit. Mm -hmm. It's lower in quantity. It's more expensive. Mm -hmm. You can only get it certain places. And that's
1: why I have to like bite the bullet and go with the cheaper stuff a lot of times. Like which
0: is where all of us are worldwide.
1: Yep. No. As
0: as a human race, you know, it's like our our food supply has become either. You eat like shit, and then they are like, oh, you got sick because you don't eat well. Well, that's all I can afford. That's all I can afford because your dumbasses don't pay enough. Mm -hmm. And you're hiking all this shit up when it shouldn't be like that.
1: Yeah, that's why I I see it all the time because, you know, today's Friday. I do my grocery shopping on Friday, and I see it all the time. Like, you look at the stuff that you need to eat, and it's the most expensive stuff out there. And then you look at the stuff like snacks that are stupidly cheap because, well, they're not technically food.
0: (laughs) right. Like, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like snacks should be more expensive because normal... They're a luxury. Yeah.
1: They're they're something you shouldn't be eating all the time.
0: Right. A snack is... That's
1: why I love fruit because fruit, GMO or non, is usually fairly cheap unless you're getting exotic fruits. So, like, I've turned more and more that fruits are my snacks. I got, like, two bunches of bananas up there right now because that's breakfast Mm -hmm. and dinner sometimes. Yeah. Plus, I need the potassium for my old ass joints. <laughs> so let's let, let's get out of that. Let's go into something. Stupid? Not stupid, but... Far-fetched. You would never see it coming. And we've come of close a few times to this. Even in our lifetime. But they don't talk about it. But they don't
0: talk about it.
1: Yep. Because it's one of those things where there's no defense for it. So why scare anybody? It's just going to happen and we're all going to die if it happens. Jess? Have you ever heard of Coronal Mass Ejections?
0: The fucking what?
1: You know what a solar flare is? Yes. Bigger. We've been hit by them before.
0: I have heard of this. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I knew what the fancy name was.
1: Yep. Coronal mass ejections. Corona, sun.
0: Mass ejections.
1: Solar flare, you know giant it's shooting off. Fart. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, more yeah, I guess it's a giant, it is. it's a giant it's hot guess. fart. Yeah. So yeah. Do you know what this does and why it's so deadly?
0: It destroys our ozone. That's one, <laughs> which means more uh, sun rays get through, which means more UV bullshit and radiation.
1: More importantly, if mass ejection of the scale of a you know world-ending one hits, what it's actually doing is it's literally destroying the layer that protects us. We just become mm. the moon and exposed to space. Oh. All air gone yep no um, thanks a world-ending mass ejection literally would strip us bare of our entire atmosphere which is why it would just
0: burn it away
1: yeah completely which is why most and people
0: bust there around us because yeah oxygen is super busted. yeah
1: which is why so I...
0: earth would turn into a giant fireball
1: more or less cool. it, it just vaporized yeah so the reason why most people don't talk about this is, yeah, we get hit by solar flares on or on regular. That happens all the time. I mean, that's what the Aurora Borealis is, is it's a reflection of the radiation hitting us. Oh, good. Yeah. And we're like,
0: oh, pretty. Yeah,
1: pretty lights. <laughs> we almost died. It's fine. Like, you know, a few weeks ago when they talked about you could see the aurora as far south as Peoria.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, really? that was a
1: mass ejection. It wasn't a major one, but because of the extra solar activity, we got a brighter light show, if you will.
0: Which I missed.
1: Yeah, me too. Because? Well, you were at work. I was asleep. Yeah.
0: Because I, I had I was to go to work. Probably asleep, and then because of where I'm at, there's too much light pollution. I wouldn't have been able to see it anyway.
1: But obviously we know why it kills us. We know what the bad thing is. I mean, even in a small one... If it's somewhere between what we've been hit with and something that would kill us, we're talking about something that could even just full-on shut down everything electronic.
0: Yeah. Satellites, too. Yeah. would be gone.
1: Yeah. So even in a moderate scenario, if it doesn't just straight up into the world, something of this scale could just shut down everything that makes the world run.
0: Nowadays, yes. Yeah. So that leads me to the question... I feel like I'm the only one that remembers this. And maybe it was just because it was an East Coast thing and a lot of people that, when it happened, were little and, like, they didn't know.
1: Maybe you want to talk about the squirrel that shut down New York? No. Oh, yeah, I know there's a squirrel that shut down a power plant in New York and all of New York City lost power. No,
0: this hit um, as far as me oh. in Detroit. It was a whole East Coast blackout early 2000s. Like, 2000, I think my sister was... That
1: might have been the same one
0: was I seven or eight? So she was probably like one or two and it was like a week and a half long. It might've been longer out in, um, New York, but -hmm. it was like a whole East coast thing and it, it completely blacked out. Like I remember being at my, like we were in our town home at the time in Michigan, we were at the swimming pool. Yeah. We were like the only ones there. It was the middle of summer. People were at work, summer camps, whatever. And my brother was at the palace for, like, a summer camp, like a basketball camp. And we realized that the jets in the pool went off. Mm -hmm. But we thought maybe, like, a timer or something, and it would come back on later. But when we went back through the locker room, the lights were all off. And we're like, what do you mean the clubhouse isn't closed? Like, it should be... So, like, we're going back to our place...
1: That's a photo of yours. What you're talking yep. about. That's terrifying. Yep.
0: Uh, like, we were just on the edge of it. Like, we just... Probably the edge of it. But I will never forget. We went... Like, they were calling my mom saying, You need to come get your kid. Like, we don't have power. Nobody knew what was going on. Like, our house didn't have power. I will never forget the apocalypse scenario mm-hmm. of going to the grocery store to get water because all the water filtration was off, which meant you could not drink the water.
1: Wow. That's so Ill. you had yeah. to boil
0: everything. Yeah. So I remember because we had an electric stove, we had to grill mm-hmm. everything. So we had to put pots on the, to take a shower, we had to warm up water
1: I to, were, so to even
0: shower. It was like a week probably for us
1: Yeah.
0: before like, I mean, and it was the middle of summer, so it was hot mm-hmm. too. But I think we stayed in our place for, like, three or four days, if that. And then power was restored in Lansing and Grand Rapids. And so...
1: Fucking Grand Rapids. We
0: went out there to grab a hotel for a couple days, along with everybody else, until our power came back on. But I think New York was, like, two and a half weeks without... It was a long-ass time. I remember that. But people are like, it didn't reach that far. It didn't... Yes, the fuck it did. (laughs) But I will never forget... The first time, as a city kid, being able to look up at the sky and and see see all the fucking stars and comets Mm -hmm. galore. It was the coolest fucking thing.
1: Yeah. I will
0: never forget it.
1: So, apparently, that one was caused by trees. Mm. Trees uh, touching power lines in an Ohio power plant. And then, as it says, complicated by human error. But the one I was remembering was a squirrel shut down Wall Street. It shut down the Nasdaq by blowing uh, oh, the yeah. circuits there.
0: I do remember that. And
1: then it basically it blew out all of downtown New York.
0: Yeah, no, this was like widespread East Coast.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the the aerial photo of it. Like it's, it, it's nuts. It's most of Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Massachusetts, uh, about half of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's rough.
0: So can you imagine that? And that that's why I remember, because full...
1: we were right on the edge in Indiana.
0: Oh, yeah, because you wouldn't have been in Illinois. You would yeah, have been cause in Yeah, because this
1: was Indiana, 2003. Still. Yeah. Yeah. You even hit parts of Canada, it looks like.
0: Mm-hmm, because, because uh, Ontario is right there. Yeah,
1: that's where it's listing. Mm-hmm. So, you might, so my friend's in letter canning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it's just some things. So can you imagine that happening or something happening causing that massive blackout? Well,
1: that's why that's... blackout. That's why this is on the list. Because, like, even if it doesn't set the world ablaze, something this big shutting down the entirety of even half the planet, even half the planet, the side that gets hit, like, can you imagine, like, if that hit, not just the U.S., because, I mean, obviously the U.S. has a lot, but, like, hits Europe. Mm -hmm. Like, or Asia. Mm
0: -hmm. Like,
1: if it hits... A very
0: condensed,
1: highly populated area. Like, if this hits somewhere in East Asia, knocking out Beijing, Singapore, Tokyo, like... That is a cataclysmic world-ending event for them. Right. Well,
0: and you have to think about this, too. Since there's no power, right?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: can't ship. Yeah. Because there's no communication.
1: And like you said, talking about septic issues, think if you got a major downtown district.
0: Oh, my God. Water might
1: still work, but you, like you said, you lose filtration, you lose septic. You. Mm-hmm. Lo- there is a lot of things that are just going to not work and back up. Mm-hmm. A heavy
0: rainfall, and you're going to have fucking sewage floods
1: everywhere. Yeah, because a lot of downtown districts are regulated by aquatic valve regulation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the flow is not going to work right.
0: Well, and think about New York. Their their water filtration plant is in the Hudson.
1: Yeah. Or even our area here. We live on a major river. Mm-hmm. When we have the massive floods, you see what it does. Mm-hmm. But all of that flooding is regulated by a dam down in Byron.
0: Yeah,
1: if, and if that, if shuts, that shuts, off, shuts down, we you see what happens in some of our area where mm-hmm. people just we had three and four foot of water on people's houses. Yep, yeah. just like a couple summers ago. Yeah. So yeah, something like that chaos. 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 That's all Absolute it is. Absolute
0: chaos. But Jess,
1: let's talk chaos even further. Oh no. War.
0: Oh, that's boring.
1: Is it, though? Because everybody thinks little wars. And everybody thinks world wars. We're talking the war.
0: Like aliens versus humans war?
1: No, no, no. Nuclear.
0: Oh, God. Just kill me now. Right? I will not be in my bunker. I will be outside waiting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because war in itself is no joking matter. War is a bad thing. It is. But nuclear war.
0: (sighs) They just... See, that that's too soon. Because mm-hmm. we were just going to be in a nuclear war, like, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Two years ago? If yeah,
1: that. If that.
0: Like, fuck. Like,
1: <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a number. Do you know how many nuclear devices it would take to cause severe damage to the planet? Two? Five. <laughs> okay. So Pen- pending, the, small. Pending, <laughs> pending the size of the, the nuke itself and location... The average estimate is five nuclear device detonations sequentially, or within a small amount of time,
0: at different points
1: of the world, is enough to spread radiation and cause some minor damage worldwide. Now, we know that number is small, and we're talking, that's baseline. That, that's mm. like, you're going to see effects minor. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at the two atomic bombs dropped in Japan. Right. They recovered, and... War is war. I'm not going to defend what happened. Mm-hmm. That was an atrocity. Just leave it at that. Bullshit. It really was. Fun fact, my grandfather may have worked on one of those planes.
0: I mean, honestly, though, who...
1: He was a mechanic, and the story in the family was he was the mechanic that last worked on the plane as it was on its way.
0: Hmm. But I feel like there was a lot of grandparents that either flew on, worked on, yeah. With bye
1: yeah but it's yeah that, it's an atrocity and you know yeah I, i'm not gonna shorthand any conversation on it for the lives lost like it's just yep. it, it is what it is we move on <laughs> on we behalf like... of america i'm sorry fuck for real arigato <laughs> arigato gozaimasu. when did you get so i ino- like what nihongo Josu?
0: so much anime
1: i do you must wa
0: I have no idea what you just said.
1: You know, Tammy at Coles used to try to teach me Japanese. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I've always wanted to learn so every once in a while I'd pick up stuff from her.
0: hmm
1: And I watch way too much stuff in Japanese. Yeah. It just kinda sinks in after a while.
0: <laughs> Sam was watching Jap- uh, anime one day, like marathoning all the new stuff. And he clicked on one and he was watching it. I was editing. And I he was he was sitting there watching it and I looked up and I was like, There's no subtitles. Like, this is a new anime. I thought he said this was new. I'm like, is this already in English? No. And he was like, huh?
1: Was he just not paying attention?
0: <laughs> he had been listening to the whole episode in English, and he didn't even realize it.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Like, the first episode was in English. They had dubbed it already, but the uh, there was, like, five or six episodes out that were in Japanese. He's like, I didn't even know. <laughs> And then Jason That's... texted me a couple of weeks ago or like a week or so ago and was like I just pulled a sam cuz I told him. Oh my and god. And he was I was like a sam in what way? And he was like anime. I was watching it in English and I didn't even realize it. I'm like oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucking nerd.
1: But yeah, so this is a short one. A boring one. You see how I'm staggering this for you. But war just war ends what us all. What
0: is it good for?
1: Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. I mean, I could ask you the the, the trivia question. Was, what is the original three things war was fought for? Power. Land. That's one. Women. Nope. Land, food, wealth. Huh. That was the original three in history. Most wars, food, pre-modern okay. era, land, food, and wealth. Land to settle, food, as in you can harvest certain t- pots of land, and wealth for resources. Mm. Yeah. But wars nowadays are just pissing contests, it seems like. It's like Who's yeah. got
0: the bigger dick?
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Oh, I think my him. god's
1: better than your god. Let's fight.
0: Okay, well, um, Cthulhu loves me more than you, so fuck off.
1: Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> Cthulhu's not on this list. Yeah. Oh, really? I should, I should add it on the last category. We can go into that. But Yeah, no, I'm just going to leave it at that. nuclear war. We know how it goes. We know what it is. And we know we've skirted it a few times already. hmm But I'm going to put you on the last one of the unlikely category. And this was recently bumped to the unlikely category from a further down one. Because, Jess, we're approaching it dangerously fast. The singularity. Oh, my. The point in which AI takes over. <sighs>
0: I don't want to think I, about it. I
1: wish this was a joke, but you got to think about it. Mm,
0: it already is taking over. My Facebook is taken over by AI
1: art. And literally, right now, we are in a writer's strike, fighting against AI writing scripts.
0: Yeah, it's insane. It, it, Next is going to be that's going to end up being why we go on strike is because they're going to say, "Well, we can just replace you with AI jobs or right? with AI workers." Bullshit! You can try it.
1: Like i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie star wars put up an episode on the mandalorian that was purely like the opposite of this which is if ai was perfect and mankind only had to exist for arts like that would be fun i'm not gonna lie but i mean the singularity is (sighs) okay i know it used to be the thing of conspiracy nut jobs but it is approaching alarmingly vast
0: like, everything is listening
1: everything mm. and
0: everything is learning let's
1: see in this room we've got what, two phones
0: two laptops tv, a
1: TV and a like, microphone <laughs> yeah but i don't think the mic well the microphone's literally listening yeah you're the enemy listeners run <laughs> but yeah it, it's uh, yeah. it's one of those things my like, watch yeah I used to joke about it, like, huh, it's never gonna happen, huh?
0: We use all this shit every day.
1: But I will say, fucking
0: Siri or Google or Alexa.
1: Yep. My fucking TV upstairs. Like, I can't tell you how many times it's like, all right, I don't have a keyboard for this thing and I just talk into the controller, you know? Uh Which, yes, is nice, and sometimes it doesn't understand the words I'm saying. But what else could it be recording?
0: everything
1: yeah now i will say there are two caveats to this one i am sometimes for the ease of advertising in the sense that if something familiarizes the things i'm into and it presents me with something i wasn't aware of that i'm like oh this is cool
0: that's okay
1: that's fine
0: don't go into my brain hole though and pull shit out that i haven't even said out loud or looked
1: for Oh, which... That
0: pisses me off.
1: I'm more amused by it, but I need to add on to something you said in a previous episode about Sam getting weird audible ads.
0: (laughs) I didn't delete that. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Because I also get them and I have sent them pictures.
0: I get them too.
1: And I love the ones that I get where it's like... Are you familiar with who Chuck Tingle is? He is a very infamous author of weird and questionably erotica like i will find you a title of his book jess and of one of his books and i'm
0: sure i've seen many of his books and i just don't look who wrote <sighs> them oh no i have is huh? he the gay, the gay porn writer
1: he does some yes yes um what, let's see this is the title of the book. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna start it and let you know when I'm done reading the title. Pounded in the butt by my bizarre assumption that Chuck Tingle books are just covers and not actual books. That's the full title. Yeah. Yes, I have seen these. I just. Or, the physical manifestation of Wordle pounds my butt as a slightly frustrating, but ultimately rewarding and meditative daily routine. <sighs> Or, let's see, this one is trans wizard Harriet Porber and the bad boy Parasaurolophus.
0: That's a mouthful.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's a dinosaur. He does a lot of dinosaur stuff.
0: Yes, that's
1: right. Uh, Yeah. Always butt stuff. So, yeah, so that's an example of his So, the other day, I'm getting Audible ads, and one of them is my gay... Or no, my gay trans boyfriend in high school. Uh, I forget it was like who is a werewolf or something like that, and I'm like, this has to be a Chuck Tingle. I'm like, it's not. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: like, I almost
1: wanted to buy it out of pure speculation. But here's the thing: it was in order. There was a normal D D book, like not like a like a guidebook, but just like a book about D D stuff. Yes. Then sexy orcs. Oh. Then this book
0: <laughs> what was after that
1: I didn't even bother
0: <laughs> I I go down at least 15
1: oh my if, god if I get
0: them because I'm like alright how far is this gonna go before it's either so, A yep. normal or B it's get it's
1: real fucking weird real and I'm weird. over it so yeah examples of that kind of AI learning I love it's fun it's, it's alright or sometimes like I do a lot of home crafting stuff you know that mm-hmm. like I'll see like organization stuff yeah like i love having everything neat sorted look at my room i know and i will love seeing like ads for a, Ooh, a new shelf i could you know use that over here you know that i get it it's a targeting thing they're trying to give me money but hey if it gets me something i fucking want and need yeah that's fine i ain't gonna complain but yeah there's obviously the fun side of ai learning and yeah. then there's the side that everybody fears which is the oh my god they're going to take over
0: but what they, have we not seen iRobot
1: well that's the question I ask you is obviously there's the fantastical side of it which is well yes you could assume that we get past a point where it's like the, the metaphor could god create a stone that even he can't lift kind of thing mm-hmm. could we create something that goes so far beyond our own intelligence that it surpasses you know so is this a thing that we would make something greater than us? Or are we even capable? That's the question. Is AI one of those things where it could self-learn and surpass? Or is it forever gonna be hindered by the extent of human intelligence? Hmm. And that's where I, I like to think of is this technically a world ender? Or is it forever handicapped because of what we are? I don't know. Yeah, and that's where my brain goes. is like, that's the caveat. Because
0: in movies, it's it self-teaches, but...
1: Is that possible?
0: Is it possible?
1: Or, or, or here, hypothetically, this is something I always tell people when I get onto this, is even if it self-teaches, even if it is capable of learning faster and greater than we are, there's the extent of the input it's receiving is still man-made. Right. Outside of the natural world, if it's learning something advanced, it's copying and learning from us. So unless it develops a way of being capable mm-hmm. of combining two and two mm-hmm. to make four on its own, you know. Right. And seeing the flaws in humanity, it could never surpass us. No. It has to have rationale.
0: But then again, we put... Caps on it too, or like an iRobot. Yeah. The rules, the yeah. fundamental rules that uh, they have to obey. Blah blah blah.
1: Why am I blanking on his name? Will Smith? No, the no. Asimov. The the laws of robotics. Yes. Because uh, Asimov was real. Yes. <laughs> I believe so. Damn it! If, is this a Mandela effect? Because I've always thought Isaac Asimov was real. Let me see. Did I just
0: say yes and he's not even real? Because I've heard the name so many times I just assume he's real.
1: We are going to find out. This is where we pause to learn. Was Isaac Asimov real? Images, is it going to help? No. He was real! Oh, good! American writer. Died April 6, 1992. So yeah, even though he wasn't technically a scientist, I believe. He was just a, a writer. Yeah. He still... Gave us the theory of the the three laws of robotics. Yes. Which, I mean, damn. Sound writing.
0: Woop Yep. We, we like.
1: support writers. We do. As long as they're not harmful. Yes. Rowling, you let me down.
0: Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about her.
1: I love Harry Potter, but she's let me down.
0: We're not going to talk about
1: her. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, the singularity.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: That's a tough one, right? Because at what... I
0: feel like in the beginning, it's not going to be a bad thing. Like, as a lot of people think it is, I think it will be helpful mm-hmm. for a lot of things.
1: And then there is the possibility but... of the utopia. Yeah. Like, there's a scenario where we could achieve a situation where AI does the work and mankind just gets to relax.
0: Right. But then do we end up like Wally?
1: <sighs> Honestly, I wouldn't be
0: problem with that i don't want to be a giant person in a floating chair But you don't have
1: to be the, the the fact that you just don't have to work is the thing which is fine like if you haven't watched mandalorian watch the episode with uh jack black in it i have not watched the season of
0: mandalorian
1: oh god that episode's perfect
0: oh uh, well i will look it up
1: but it, it's a perfect example of what what would be the ideal of this uh, yeah Like, robots literally do everything, and mankind's left to just do what it wants to do.
0: But then if robots do everything, how do they earn money for us?
1: Money's irrelevant.
0: Money's irrelevant.
1: And technically, in a situation like that, in order for it to be considered what is labeled as a utopia, money's irrelevant. It is literally a case of every need is met. You do what you want, so everything is accessible. Huh. so money only exists in a situation in which you have control and power but with no need of power in a utopia uh, you just have my
0: brain couldn't comprehend utopia there for a minute yeah so, like it's so stuck on the fact that i have to get money to survive that even in utopia i would still have to figure out how to get my money to survive
1: the only thing you would ever have to worry about in a utopia is shortage of supply which is very possible yeah and But then it becomes a matter of, like, I'll just do something different.
0: Yeah, true.
1: Because if you don't have to do anything with a purpose.
0: But I also feel like I'd get bored.
1: Yeah, that's the other, that's the downside of you. Like, yeah.
0: I would be fine with it. Like, okay, back to COVID. Yeah. Lockdown. Not having to go to work. Yeah. For the most part, even though I still worked my other job. I did not have to work two jobs.
1: I spent 10 months laid off. I know.
0: You know, it's like, all, we all were like, yeah, I don't have to go in the office. No, I don't have to go to work. I can sit at home and I can drink all day. I can do this all day. I can play video games all day. I can you know, watch as many TV shows as I want all day. But then there comes a point.
1: Small variable, though.
0: Where you're like, I'm fucking bored.
1: A small variable, though. Was COVID, the lockdown, boring because you didn't have to go to work? Or was it boring because... You didn't have someone to interact with. Well, had Sam. Because my example would be like, okay, I had 10 months laid off, but I also spent that time hanging out with people and I wasn't bored. True. And there's a difference between the COVID lockdown where you're isolated. Yeah. Versus having like where I was, I was off for so long, but I also got to go out and do things, be with people and be social and he was relaxing. It was so fun.
0: And I am the opposite. I I have now become, for a while, I was the person that was like, I, you cannot lock me in this house. Mm. I'm going to go fucking crazy. Like, I was so glad I still had to go to work because then I could interact with other people. Yeah. But, but then we've now, also
1: established that I have a lot more hobbies than you. Yeah.
0: Well, I now have more hobbies than I did. But I also have become the person of get the fuck away from me. And I'm totally okay with just
1: chilling at home. Oh, same. You know how many hours of Legends of Zelda I want to like log right now? Oh, yeah. That's I, like a 200-hour game. Oh, I know. It's probably even more. It probably is, but the average estimate, people are saying if you want to complete it, is like a minimum 200. Fair. Yeah.
0: Even with the sky and the underworld? Yeah. Because the underworld oh, is yeah, the spoiler same alert. size as the...
1: Oh, I, I've already mapped out about 75% of that bitch. Anyway... <laughs> Jess, mm. it's tinfoil hat time. Oh no. These next two levels, while acknowledging the fact that the difference between possibility and probability are words. Do you know the difference?
0: Possibility and
1: probability.
0: Improbability. Mm-hmm. Possibility is like theoretical, probability can be figured out via like equations
1: and shit. Or do yeah. I have them? Flipped? No, no. You're in the right ballpark. So possibility is can it happen? Probability is the likelihood of it happening.
0: Yeah, I just said it in a weird roundabout way. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so. I was getting too technical with it. Sure. <laughs> I'm so trying sweet. to sound smart. Okay.
1: Oh, she's trying. I'm trying. So these next two tiers, and I have nine categories in them. Bruh. I know. I can shorten some of them. But this is where the realm of... We have to admit, possibility is on the table. But probability is like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a, fraction of a percent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Aliens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fucking aliens.
1: So aliens is on the table... <laughs> Only based on...
0: What? The, the fucking Independence Day movie?
1: Yeah, I know, right? But no, only because there are two terms when anyone talks about aliens if you want to be taken serious. There are two equations. Okay. The Drake equation and the Fermi paradox. Have you ever heard of those terms?
0: No.
1: Okay, so the Drake equation is an equation dictating the expanse of of likelihood that life exists in the universe outside of us okay so it is using earth as an example we automatically know that life in the universe is a non-zero chance meaning it happened we are example of life yes now multiplying that using a very cool equation i could show you sometime you can replicate based on knowledge of what we know of, not our solar system, but beyond, Everywhere. and galaxies yeah. and universes beyond, the likelihood that other life exists. We know, for a certainty, we cannot be the only form of life out there. Oh, God, life. no. Then it doesn't mean that life out there is exactly like us. It doesn't even mean it's intelligent.
0: But it could mean that there's a planet somewhere, somewhere in a solar system that has the same foliage we do.
1: Yes. So the Drake equation is just that. It's explaining that what is the likelihood of other life forms. And then now we get into... Pretty probable. Probably. So before I cover Fermi, we're going to go into the the tinfoil hat zone here and say, Jess...
0: Have you ever been abducted by aliens?
1: Have you had anything in your ass? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> Only fans. Um, so, we all know how this goes. We've seen the movies. We've seen Independence Day. We've seen, well, Signs was a movie. And it's, uh-huh. it's every scenario. They show up. They want something. We die. Or vice versa. They show up. They get infected with something. They die.
0: Or... We just go to war and then everybody dies.
1: Right, and everybody wants to romanticize this. Everybody wants to fantasize this because this is the extreme. This is the oh my god, the real moment. X Files was right moment. You know that kind of thing.
0: Honestly, if aliens showed up here, I don't even know if I'd be scared. I'd be like, well, shit, it's about damn time. Where the fuck you been? Right,
1: man. You guys been lingering around since the '40s. What the fuck?
0: Like y'all just figured out now that you could go down here. Where were you a while ago? Right. <laughs> We well, needed you like three years ago.
1: <laughs> so here's the other side of that coin, the Fermi paradox. This is the explanation of, we know how we've sent shit out into space. We've, we've, <laughs> yeah. yeah? So, Rest in
0: peace, all the animals we've shot into space.
1: Oh, Cosmo the space dog. So here's the thing. We know how fast we can travel. We know how fast to move in space, how fast we can move in space. Yes. We also know how far the next likely planet of life is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Do you know the problem with that, Jess? Because this is where the Fermi Paradox comes in. Even if, let's just say there was another Earth. Even if there was another Earth like us. We would never
0: make it there.
1: We would never meet. The fact that... Because it's so yeah. many
0: thousands of years away.
1: Yeah. The, the fact Zillions. that... Yeah, that we've been around this long, and the closest civilization that could exist is so far away that by the time we would get there, Earth as we know it would be fucked.
0: Or just gone yeah. in general. So... And who knows if that is even still a thing. Yeah,
1: because I mean, I love the thought that looking into space is like looking back in time because that's exactly what it is. But the odds that we send out anything information-wise that reaches something that has enough time to get back to us in time that we're still alive, not we, us, but we, the people, Mm -hmm. are still alive.
0: We, the planet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's never going to happen. I mean... You would have to have FTL mastered at this point. Yeah. Like, faster than light travel is so beyond comprehension. Like, the only way this could ever happen is either FTL engines or wormholes actually being a successful thing.
0: <laughs> oh, God, wormholes. That just creates a whole nother wormhole.
1: Yep. So, I mean, that's where aliens lives and dies. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Yes. We can acknowledge life's out there. Yeah. Like, But is it ever going to get to us? Fuck no. No. Definitely not in my lifetime.
0: Not in mine either. And if it does, well, fuck me.
1: <laughs> Don't say that. They have a lot of tentacles I right here. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Ah! <laughs> so, okay. Now this one's a little less tinfoily, but a lot of people like to tinfoil it. Uh, magnetic field reversals.
0: Hmm.
1: So this is something would... that... Yeah, this is something that actually happens.
0: But, like, it's a natural thing, isn't
1: it? Yep. So the magnetic... Meow, now,
0: meow, meow, meow. Sorry, meow. the
1: magnetic field is reversed, and I had a stroke there. Oh, uh, you were
0: rewinding and fast-forwarding all at the
1: same time. Yep, I, I just went full cat there for a second. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Your T-shirt has taken over. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. so this is uh, Cinnamon and William.
0: Hello, uh-huh, Cinnamon and William.
1: Uh, it was part of a, a charity thing that one of the YouTubers I follow did for her sick cat. She Aww. All donations went to the foundation to fix him, and he's now doing better. Yay! Um, but yeah, so <sighs> magnetic field reversals are a thing. The last one happened approximately 700,000 years ago. We know this happens. It's just a natural phenomena in which the rotation of the earth basically hiccups. Yeah. And when it does, things flip.
0: (laughs) I want to wake up one morning and be walking on the ceiling.
1: Yeah, I don't think it works that way.
0: (laughs) Or would my night and day be fucked.
1: Ooh, now that'd be more likely. That'd be more likely. Now, Now, here's the thing. This is where I have a question, Jess. A legitimate question, because this is one that's bothered me. So, there's no historical evidence in any sort of record like that we can dig down and see evidence of things dying because of when this happened.
0: Mm.
1: It's not like we can look at the KT boundary and see when the asteroid impact and killed the dinosaurs. Right. We know when this happened, and there's no evidence from that time period, that oh no, suddenly all the whales died. You know,
0: <laughs> the oceans were boiling. I'm fucking out.
1: But here's where the tinfoil hat comes off. Oh, well, I thought you were gonna say odd. No, because I'm gonna ask you a legitimate question, tying back to something we talked about earlier. you know how many things are affected by just coordinate directions now? Everything. Yeah, you a magnetic shift like that could fuck us electronically. Again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Boats wouldn't be able to go. Planes, cars.
1: So yeah, biologically, a shift like that's not going to do shit. But we have no idea, technologically speaking, because this has not happened in a human lifetime.
0: Compasses would be fucked.
1: Yeah, just think of all the GPS related stuff. Be... Now, mechanically speaking. Yeah, like our basic technology would probably be fine, but anything relying on any sort of GPS.
0: <laughs> I'd never be able to get anywhere.
1: Right? <laughs> or just shipping in general.
0: Oh my god, my whole job would be fucked.
1: hmm. Mine too.
0: It's just.
1: Jeez. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Talk about economic collapse. Mm
1: hmm. But fixable. Because you
0: would just have to reprogram everything.
1: They would after you
0: figure out where north is.
1: Yeah, it's basically a calculation shift. Once they pinpoint what they would have to actually shift in the coding, but
0: it's, how long? How long would take? that take?
1: If a squirrel can shut down Wall Street,
0: <laughs> it's gonna take fifty thousand years for them to figure out the new north.
1: <laughs> and, and and that's essentially this theory in a nutshell of like, oh my god. Yeah, we don't have any evidence of this actually causing harm to the planet, but that was a pre-modern Earth. The fuck's it going to do to us now? Do you know how hard it would be to play Pokemon Go? Like, Come on. <laughs> First world problems.
0: Hey. My problem is trying to get from point A to point B because my directionality sucks. So, and if I have never been there before, I'll never find it. So
1: I joked about this one time because you know there's so many animals that are guided by the magnetic field and how they find things and stuff. Okay, obviously if that shifts and it does affect them, that's hilarious. But I've also laughed at the thought of, what if there is an innate thing in humans that we just never discovered that is tied to a similar sense? And... When,
0: what if it's something that we just don't have a sense to anymore?
1: Also true. But when it flips, it suddenly is like, oh shit, what's wrong with me? You know? Yeah. Like suddenly you have that case of like a like worldwide vertigo. Oh, that would be funny as hell. Oh, I don't like that. Okay, okay, okay. With the tinfoil huts slightly on.
0: The tinfoil huts?
1: Yes. Because okay. you're going to need a hut for this one because... Oh. Girl... What happened if Earth just suddenly stopped being on its normal orbit?
0: (laughs) Chaos.
1: Okay. Because I'm going to talk about... Because
0: the oceans would go fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, because I'm going to talk about rogue black holes.
0: Rogue black holes. Yes. Aren't all black holes rogue?
1: Nope. So, fun fact, most black holes, including supermassive black holes, the most common black hole are a stationary object they actually are the anchor point for most galaxies yeah. like the center of our galaxy is a black hole so <laughs> so here's a fun thing i in college i loved studying astrophysics and this was always one of those things that i absolutely was like oh my god inserting this into any equation just fucks all the math <sighs> all right i'm gonna get deep here and try to simplify for the audience not jess um <laughs>
0: No, it's for me.
1: Yeah, it's for you. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I don't understand.
1: So a lot of space physics is narrated by orbit, for one, which is very simply explaining Going around a heavy object, okay? Massive mm-hmm. object. And then all of space physics is mass. How dense an object is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The more dense something is, the more orbit it draws. Mm-hmm. So our sun, being very dense... Pulls things as far as beyond Pluto.
0: Poor Pluto. He's got such an identity crisis.
1: Yeah. Something as dense as a black hole pulls our entire galaxy in a spiral.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. What if
0: the black hole disappears? What happens to our...
1: I'll get to that. Um, Actually, if you want me to answer it now, there's two theories on that. Black holes that we know of have more or less three types of endpoint, two are natural, one is questionable. Okay. Small black holes can evaporate. Like a puddle? Yeah. They happen on earth all the time. Black holes? Yeah. So, you know how they there was the big theory that the super uh, collider in CERN was like colliding and anim- like things together and making black holes that would eat earth. Oh my god, you didn't know this. Okay. So So the the Large Hadron Collider in CERN where they use to basically measure elements and different things about them and all the way down to the molecular level of like discovering like the smallest things that build us. Uh They literally shoot shotgun style at super velocity like all these different electrons, protons. It's cool. But in super rare cases, they can actually form miniature black holes that literally appear and immediately evaporate. I like that. Well, there's a reason. So a black hole being a super dense object that sucks in all matter around it can fill if it soaks up enough that it hits its tipping point it just fizzles out the problem with the ones in space the big ass ones they require a lot to fill (laughs) and space doesn't have a lot to fill it
0: no because it's space it's black hole in itself mm-hmm so, so a black hole inside of a black hole inside of a black hole yeah so of black
1: hole so here's the natural death of a black hole can be it fizzles out it literally fills up there is such a thing as what we call black hole destabilization where it basically can just... Kind of almost wiggle out of existence, I guess is how I would describe it.
0: (laughs) I'm not comfy here. Fuck this place.
1: (laughs) So, what makes a black hole a black hole is its super dense nature. Uh, What I mean by super dense nature, so, oh my god, I'm gonna teach you physics. So, there's a thing called a Schwarzschild radius, it is how densely packed something needs to be before it collapses into a black hole, meaning Mm -hmm. Earth, all of Earth. Mm -hmm. how small do you need to shrink Earth without removing any of its material? I'm talking like you squeezed it in like a trash compactor before it becomes a black hole.
0: I have no fucking idea.
1: About the size of a pea. If you could compress Earth down to the size of a pea...
0: It would turn into a black hole? Yes. That's a lot.
1: That's how dense something needs to be.
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. Like that's literally like crushing you into an immeasurably small size.
0: I'm finally paper mario. You're
1: right? I'm so slip everywhere. So the dec- What's
0: not to say it's happening right now and we're just shrinking as it
1: goes. Oh, that'd be so cool. But that's called spaghettification. That's a whole other process. Oh. I like my theories better. <laughs> also, you would experience time in an infinite loop at that point.
0: Oh, no thank you. Yeah.
1: So The destabilization part, they can basically, if criteria aren't met, the theory goes that they basically just vibrate themselves out of existence because they're just breaking apart like high turbulence. And then there's the white hole.
0: There's a white hole?
1: That's theory number three on how they actually end. And one has theoretically been observed.
0: What the fuck is that?
1: So, one of the first well why not first one of the primary laws of physics is entropy all things can be broken down destroyed but never spontaneously created
0: Mm
1: -hmm. a white hole is the reverse of that it is spontaneous creation so the thought goes that if a black hole exists long enough that it absorbs enough Mm -hmm. It it basically hits its tipping point and then explodes as a white hole emitting all that it absorbed reconfigured into its raw material thus the creation of earth <laughs> I, watch you could leave all this in i'm just blowing mariah and she's like i'm the science one and i'm like no bitch i'm the science one
0: i have been fucking listen <laughs> i asked her and she was like if i have time i'm like yeah you're not gonna listen <laughs> yeah
1: she just doesn't want to be jealous oh but yeah so back to the rogue black hole thought Okay. so if a
0: rogue black hole shows up in our
1: well that's where the fun part gets it depends on the size of the black hole so its pull is measured by its density and size so a larger black hole can be considerably farther away and if it just passes by our entire solar system just goes out of whack everything (gasps) that we have orbiting our sun just shot off like billiards on a table we would feel that. Well not only would we feel it, but what happens if we leave our sun, dear?
0: We get cold. We
1: get cold and die.
0: Yay, Ice Age number two or three or four.
1: Yay.
0: Yay, blizzards will be the diatlov Pass Oh no, it would be on a major scale. It
1: would be more like <laughs> over the period of a couple months we'd just freeze into a complete ice block. Ooh. Yeah Mm. because without enough sun to keep the planet warm enough, and depending on the rate at which we are leaving the sun's orbit, Mm. like, we would just snap into a, like, full-on ice block.
0: And there's no way for us to fix
1: that. Nope. We know black holes exist. We know they have set orbits, but all it would take is one coming at us at a high enough speed that we can't get out of its way, and... Mm. Now, smaller ones would have to get considerably closer. Right. But, like one that's large enough passing by, bye. We're done.
0: But, like, I don't don't like the fact that they can move.
1: Well, all things in space move.
0: I know, but, like...
1: It seems irrelevant because... shouldn't
0: move!
1: Yeah, I mean, even now, you're moving around 14,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Things in space move. And ever-expanding. That's why, um... Oh, I'll get to that later. But yeah, so black holes suck. But thinking of black holes,
0: black holes gamma
1: ray bursts.
0: Oh,
1: this this ties in with it because um some black holes emit things.
0: Oh yes, I think I've heard about these.
1: Basically, a beam of radiation. Yeah, fuck that shit. If, and if one comes our way, if you thought that coronal ejection was bad. Oh, God, no. We wouldn't
0: it, even know it would happen.
1: Yeah, it would be faster than light, and we'd be fucked.
0: It, it honestly... Well, before, I shouldn't say
1: faster than light. It would be close to the light.
0: It would honestly be here before we figured it out, and we'd be gone. Oh,
1: right. and that's if we even <laughs> saw it. Like, it's it's radiation. <laughs> it would just happen. <laughs> and everybody would be like, what do we feel like? I'm dying. No, not to disappoint. The last one on this tier. Zombies.
0: Oh, no. How disappointing. I'm going to let
1: you take that one over. What? Yeah. Me? Because I know you love the horror films.
0: I love it. I love I will say, uh, Fight Me. Resident Evil was my comfort series, uh, movie series in high school. <laughs> 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 I know all the games are better. I get it. But at the time. But Mila Jovovich, I mean, come I on. I know. But I was not a gamer until I met my husband. So, yeah. like, and Mila to Jovovich. me those movies are fucking awesome yeah and just the the sheer fact of what happens to the people in the world and the things and the and behind the scenes and through time it's
1: just you hear that fans (sighs) she doesn't watch movies unless they're shitty sci-fi yeah resident evil underworld
0: hey underworld (laughs) is fantastic
1: Underworld softcore porn with werewolves and vampires that's great
0: it's everything a teenage
1: mm. girl wants. And some teenage boys. It's fine. Yeah. It's It's great. But zombies. But Kate Beckinsale. Damn straight. But yeah. zombies. Zombies.
0: I um, mean, we,
1: we know how this goes. We've seen the movies. I mean, oh, that's yeah. that clearly scientific evidence.
0: It's fucking... Yeah. Somebody's gonna get infected. Someone's gonna bite somebody else. Nobody's gonna know what's happening until it's about halfway over. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Sean of the Dead.
1: Seriously. <laughs> Okay, I I have joked.
0: If That's how the zombie apocalypse is going to be. It's not going to be like the rest, like World War Z and all that other shit. It's literally going to be like Shaun of the Dead. You're going around your normal fucking life, and you're like, what the fuck is happening right now?
1: Like, what is wrong with you? I have joked about it so many times, but Shaun of the Dead, in my example, is the best case scenario and most realistic zombie movie ever. yeah. Because nobody's gonna take it serious. No. And then finally when they do, it's it's gonna be over. Yeah. (laughs) Like that movie is a perfect example of how it would go.
0: Awesome. I love that
1: movie. (sighs) Also, I like the idea of like one of my friends being a zombie and I just keep him in a shit playing games. Dave. (laughs) I mean, he would make a great zombie.
0: Poor Dave. I
1: love Dave. He would make a great zombie. (laughs) Also the thought of an autistic zombie would just be hilarious. Oh,
0: God. It would be so, he'd be so methodical.
1: He would rearrange brains to be alphabetical.
0: It would be great. It would be beautiful.
1: But yeah, no, this is purely on the list because it doesn't have to be specifically zombie, but a human altering virus in such a way. Oh, you mean
0: like coronavirus?
1: No, more like I Am Legend. Oh, that they weren't technically zombies. They but, were not, but they were made into something that was more feral, not human. Yeah, those things were fucking creepy. Yeah, because like, it doesn't have to be zombie, just anything. Anything
0: that fucks with your makeup and your brain to make you feral.
1: Like, look at the shit. Like rabies. Go, rabies. Rabies. Rabies is, is a is, zombie. Rabies is probably the closest thing to zombieism
0: i wonder if that's where the idea for zombies came from
1: i've wondered that too but but george romero the the guy who obviously did night of the dead or living dead you know i believe his inspiration what what did he say i i'm not gonna even chance this i bad horror fan right here but i know he mentioned in an interview what his inspiration was and it wasn't that I feel like it should have been. Well, because his original zombies weren't exactly rabid.
0: Oh, that's true. They were
1: slow, shambling corpses.
0: Yeah.
1: But obviously, modern zombies, yeah, rabies fits. Because, like, one, it's a believable condition. It's a sickness that can be spread. And it's contagion through bite. Like, that is... And it fucks with your brain. Yeah. So hard. Okay, combining an earlier thought... What if rabies itself mutated to a non-lethal condition? Because mainly rabies, as it is, is a lethal condition. If left untreated, you die.
0: Yeah. So if it, so if it mutated to spread, but also not not kill kill its host.
1: Yeah. Mm. All it would take would be modifying the the, what is rabies into a non-lethal condition. Uh. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not unrealistic Uh. to think but that's why things like zombie are included and fun fact there may or may not be on how do i put this government protocol in action for zombies jess i'm not kidding when i say the u.s government has on record a plan for zombies
0: oh good we have a plan for zombies but uh-huh. not for viruses got it
1: oh no we had a plan for viruses but no one took it serious mm. it still wouldn't have worked right because it's america fuck yeah! coming to save the motherfucking day yeah america, america. Fuck, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah zombies
0: and there's not much left to be said about zombies. We've seen all of the scenarios and the things, and it's, it's been played out so much that I honestly don't even find zombie movies enjoyable anymore.
1: So now we're into the last category. I promise.
0: At two hours and five minutes.
1: Oh, you can snip it down. I don't know. This is going to be a short one, right? Somehow we spiraled into having fun with it, though. Jess, this last category is just four topics that I'm going to lump in together. Okay. Which are the, if this ever fucking happens, we're done. Just <laughs> We need to give up as a people. We're done. Dragons! <laughs> and that is, first one, idiocracy. Huh. And, I mean, for those of you who I'm haven't seen there. the movie. Yeah, I know, right? For those of you who haven't seen the movie, it is a movie centered around the concept that only under-intelligent people breed. And therefore the intelligent die off.
0: Did you see? Hmm. Did Sam send you the thing about it? What? And Crocs? No. No?
1: I don't think so.
0: How the lady in the costuming department was like, Am I thinking the right fucking movie?
1: I don't remember. Hold on. I don't think so. see. Mm. But
0: yeah,
1: so well, we'll carry on while you look. Um so, yeah, it, it's just a simple concept that a lot of people like to joke. But everyone, every year you see the, oh, my God, we're getting closer to idiocracy. Oh, my God, can you believe this? Hey. Yes,
0: it was that fucking movie.
1: Oh, no. So,
0: the costume designer was trying to find cheap, easily accessible shoe options for everybody to wear. She came and, and weird shit that nobody would ever wear. Mm-hmm. The person that invented Crocs was them. Was still on Etsy. She found the shop and bought everybody Crocs. And the director said, well, what happens when these, you know, if these shoes get popular, then what? She goes, oh, that'll never happen. And it did. Everybody's wearing bright orange Crocs in Idiocracy. I
1: never noticed that. Like, okay, so just for examples, that's one obviously, then and me wearing Crocs daily doesn't help that. <laughs> hey, they're Pokemon Crocs and I stand by it, it's fine. But there's obviously in the movie the dumpster issue, the trash everywhere, and obviously, we those who don't recycle find that trash is a problem. But then the stupid ones, okay, all their clothes is branded, every clothes line that they wear is just brands across do you know how many times in the news you see people who get tattooed with brands for sponsorship Because
0: mm-hmm. they get money
1: we joke about it but like sometimes it just seems like we're leaning into an idiocracy
0: mm-hmm. but
1: the checks and balance there is i mean we've uh, darwinism we've, darwinism like hands down <laughs> Darwinism. darwinism <laughs> and and for every person out there who's like, "Oh, it's going to happen," it hasn't happened yet, and we've been around a long time. And, and I, we've
0: had a lot of idiots. We've
1: had a lot of idiots. So and they've it, done
0: a lot of dumb shit.
1: Yeah, myself included.
0: Uh, and a lot of them are in power of
1: yeah, we don't countries. Do anyway, but yeah, um, so yeah, we joke about it. It's fun. But here's the last three of oh my god, this could never happen. Are we sure? Divine intervention. <laughs> oh fuck the it's, day is coming the rapture is coming the rapture guys. is coming I'm sorry you've had that sign up for like 50 years it's never coming bro it's,
0: it's the it's the Bigfoot joke again uh, with the we, the world's gonna end guys and we
1: get the guy down at the farmer's market every uh, summer who's just like Jesus is our friend he will save you and I'm like um I'm good bro I'm good let's keep on moving <clears throat> uh, Jesus, but like Come on. If we were gonna be purged
0: It would have happened. It would
1: have happened by now. I've read the old testament. That dude was wrathful.
0: Yeah, he was not forgiving in the fucking slightest.
1: Now I'm gonna tell you give you the last two that pissed me the fuck off. Because ever since then i I'm just like oh no, this hurt me. Jess, what if someday some guy just wakes up and all of this was just a dream?
0: Moving on.
1: Right? Yep. I read that as like a scenario, and I'm like,
0: although I have thought that before, yeah cool, I'm like cool. what if all what if my whole life has just been a fucking dream
1: by someone else, yeah, yeah, like what well,
0: if I'm just somebody's dream character? I mean
1: jokingly, it's like, yeah, that could work, but like it would have to be someone with the most complex dream out there, I like mean, we're we're bringing back the divine here, like is a divine entity dreaming this complexity, hmm. I don't know where you go when you're not in the room. You could just be a fiction of, or figment of my imagination. Exactly. Yeah. My husband's a
0: figment of mine, apparently. He's.
1: Yeah, well, we know he doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. We know. And
1: then the last one, Jess. I haven't said it yet. What? What is it? The Matrix.
0: Oh, I was gonna say simulation.
1: Yeah, the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're in a sim game.
1: And the only reason this one makes the list is because, well, let's face it: there's a non-zero chance. I mean, I don't subscribe to this, but I have to acknowledge a non zero chance of something like this could happen. And that being we're just
0: O's and ones.
1: And it also harks back to or the O's and ones. Yeah, yeah. But it also harks back to the thought of if you can think it, it is possible.
0: Red pill or blue pill? Mm-hmm. Bonus round. Uh oh.
1: And this is nice and short, it's a simple question.
0: Do you believe any of this is real?
1: no Hmm. scientifically speaking there is two guaranteed ways the earth will end Hmm. and I mean guaranteed Mm
0: -hmm. what are they guaranteed
1: guaranteed and I I will tell you man has nothing to do with them
0: well no the the world will just die at some point
1: like (laughs) well that's the how but how like you know like just
0: it's The soil and stuff is not going to produce anymore.
1: No. They will reset. Life is a vicious cycle.
0: Well, then I don't know.
1: The sun. The sun has a lifespan.
0: Oh, okay. That's where we're going with this.
1: Guaranteed, the earth will die one way or the other. As soon
0: as the sun dies.
1: The sun's going to die eventually, or it's going to grow to the point where it consumes us. And then Mm -hmm. number two... Is what people call the galactic heat death. And that is. I feel like
0: I have read that one.
1: The universe is ever expanding. And I, when I say ever expanding, everything is moving away from itself and increasingly faster exponentially. Mm-hmm. There will just grow a point where everything expands so far that it freezes. Mm-hmm. You're so far away from the nearest heat source that you just freeze. That's the galactic heat death. Now, it's a matter of which one will happen first, but it's going to happen.
0: And it won't happen anytime soon. No, (laughs) No,
1: we will be long dead.
0: I will say that I will remember when I was obsessed with space as a kid. Space. So pretty. Um... I was obsessed. Oh, that's so... No, no, I can't. I love I that can't.
1: song. Cool. So cool. cool.
0: So pretty. <clears throat> um, space. Space. Go listen to it.
1: It's Mark, if you want to sponsor us. Fanab-
0: fanabulous.
1: Bro. <laughs> fanabulous? Fanabulous.
0: I just created a new word. Fantastic and fabulous together. Fanabulous. Uh, no, but I remember reading in a book... And I remember being so scared, because at that time, they said it could happen in the next hundred years.
1: It had to be a typo. Uh,
0: Or some shit, you know, like, or something that seemed really soon, like, as a kid. Like, it did not seem far off.
1: I mean, one one year is soon for a kid.
0: And I'm like, fuck. I'm going to die because the sun's going to explode and it's going to kill us. Or it's going to die and we're going to freeze. Like, yeah. That's yeah. a, a
1: terrifying thought. I still love space. I love space. And believe me, that we haven't even touched on all the oh, things that can go wrong in space. God. like There's too
0: many variables for
1: space. And if you notice, most of the list, there was a lot of space.
0: It's because the biggest unknown
1: for us is space. I also would like to throw that, even though the list has been closed, we're we're done with that. Fan favorite prediction, not including the list. Do you have a way you would want the Earth the End? Ooh. For me, kaiju. I'm talking (laughs) big-ass monster. I want something to rise from the depths and just destroy. I'm a Godzilla junkie, and my favorite ones are when he's the villain. You? I don't
0: know. If I want the world to end, I want it to do it
1: quick. Mm. I don't want to... So impact?
0: Maybe. Because, I mean... Something it, something quick. It would that, only like,
1: take an asteroid 60 miles wide to end the Earth in the matter of, like, within an hour. Yeah. That, that's I, I about would, as fast as you're going to get. I
0: wouldn't want it to be an apocalyptic scenario. I honestly would rather just know that it, we're not going to make it and be okay with it. That way... Than going, are we gonna make it? Are we not gonna make it? Are we gonna have to fight our way out of this? Like, I fought a lot already.
1: You just want it to be done.
0: If shit, if shit's gonna hit the fan, just let it, let it go. Yeah, that's fair. I've lived. I've got married. I've done things that I really love. Like, it yeah. happens. It happens.
1: I feel like that's where my wife would look at me if my scenario is right, and she'd just be like, "Go," and <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Cause she knows I'm going out one of two ways. Either I'm either going out like a boss riding the bitch, or I'm going to be killed by it. Huh. Cause I, I'm the I'm the animal guy. I got to train it. I got to see if I can be like, hey, want to be friends? No. <sighs> so well, anyway, bag. that was a lot longer than I was expecting. That brings us to the end. So, final thoughts, Jess? No. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh,
0: <laughs> we I, hope you that we blew your minds.
1: <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully we just didn't send you in a panic of bunker building sorry yeah my bad uh, but bunker ain't gonna save you from half of these so
0: it's fine yeah um don't forget the social medias and the story suggestions and the stories and the things
1: and five stars we are always gonna ask until you do it
0: yeah until I start seeing
1: I will not stop till we are the number one podcast in all of podcast history fuck Joe Rogan
0: That's how we got canceled.
1: Hey, it worked for some other shows I listened to. Really? Yeah.
0: Fuck Joe Rogan? Yeah. Interesting.
1: But yeah, so do all those things. Make us your friends. Yeah. Send us shit.
0: We like. We We want to hear more from you. Right. Like, I know that a lot of people don't do the social media stuff, and I get it like our age has kind of become like a a mix between i dead scroll or i just have it because i had it and i don't use it Mm -hmm. and i get it but if you are on our social media comment like message us i'll respond i i promise i'll respond
1: i'm logged into everything now and it's like i know some of the topics we talk about are ones that most people just aren't comfortable talking about
0: which is fine
1: but like Again, we can't stress that this is a safe space. It is. We don't judge. And if anyone... We crack
0: jokes. We don't judge.
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: Because we laugh at ourselves.
1: We are family. (laughs) Family fucks with family. Yeah. But it's also one of those things. If we have people in the group that are judging others, especially if we start a Facebook group, fuck those people, we will kick you out.
0: Bye. I just think it's really fun to look at our analytics. I'm sorry. I was just seeing if I could see... I can't see it on my phone. But our top 10 episodes as of right now, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, okay, is obviously the first episode. Yeah. Ed Kemper is the second. Really? Yep. That was the second episode, but that's the second one. Uh, Episode 3, part 1 of X-Men, and then it jumps to episode 6, which was Leaf Killer, which doesn't... <laughs> and then... I'm still going to
1: fuck you with that one. Like, just pile of leaves this fall oh, everywhere. Oh,
0: no. And then uh, episode 10, Satomo Miyazaki. Yeah. Eight is Dennis DePue. Or episode eight, Dennis DePew, that is. One, two, three, four, five. That's six. Seven is the Mandela Effect.
1: That should be higher. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh... Eight is the SS Orang Medan, or orangutan Medan, <laughs> as I ever
1: heard to it. And then, um, well, you know, that's what orangutan translates to is man of the forest. Orang just means man.
0: Oh, well, orangutan. Yeah. Uh, and then nine is Haunted Roads, and t- ten is the first part of the, the Lori series. Okay. It, I at first I thought it was just like showing like, oh it's all in sequential order. But and then there's some real outliers that I didn't end. realize that like halfway not even halfway down the list it was like out of order and I'm like, whoa.
1: Alright, cool. So, so what you're saying is I record naked and it gets better.
0: Please don't.
1: Yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't I'd ruin too many chairs.
0: I don't want to see that, personally. No offense to you, brother, but I don't want to see my brother naked. Thanks. It's fine. We love you, girls.
1: Yeah, you're amazing. Thanks, B- guys. Bye bye.